Welcome back to another episode of Marketing Without Social Media. Now, before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that if you're a service-based business, think coaches, consultants, therapists, who wants to get to $7,000 plus recurring months, yes, every month, but needs help with growing your audience, maybe with generating regular leads or landing paying clients, then I'd like to invite you to a free 15-minute leads game plan call. Yes, just 15 minutes to work on your marketing plan. This is a super fast paced call. And in this call, we are going to take a look at your current situation to see what is and isn't working for you right now in your business. We're going to figure out and identify what's possible for you and your business in the next six months and beyond. We're going to uncover the number one obstacle that is restricting your growth and holding you back right now. And finally, we are going to develop a three-step action plan. Yes, three-step action plan that will get you results in your business ASAP. Now, the session is free. It's 15 minutes. And all you have to do is head on over to vivguy.com forward slash game plan. Yes, that's vivguy.com forward slash game plan right now. Pick a day, pick a time that suits you and let's chat. Well, hello and welcome to this episode on getting back into your work groove post-holidays, post-vacation. So you know how it is when you've taken time off. Well, we are going to be covering how to get back to optimal working capacity. How to avoid that overwhelm when you get back from vacation where you kind of think, oh my gosh, this is just so much to do. And finally, getting through that brain fog, you know, and knowing where to start. So let's dive in. You're listening to Marketing Without Social Media with me, Viv Guy, the podcast for people who want more clarity, connections and cash in their business. I'll be sharing with you proven techniques from leading entrepreneurs and experts from across the globe to help you to market without social media and to grow your business in a way that actually feels good to you. Okay, so I've been back to work literally 24, 48 hours now after five weeks off work. And I checked into uh, the group program, like community that I'm part of, and I wanted to kind of see what was going on. And I was hearing a lot of people talking about, you know, this getting back into work when they're back and how to support their clients come September. If you're in the UK, that's when kind of schools go back. Um, how to support clients uh, when they're back, you know, who have got, got kind of post-holding brain fog is the best way to describe it or you're kind of thinking I know I'm back but I'm really struggling to kind of formulate clear thoughts and really articulate myself um you know it's that it's that brain fog and how to avoid that overwhelm so I was kind of seeing a lot of this and I thought do you know it's so true and I actually said to to one of my biz buddies Colette that you know I said I'm back and I've got my plan you know, I did a six-week plan before before I went away. You can hear how I planned for my time off and my return. So my business didn't come to a standstill in episode 30, which I'll link in the show notes, and what's changed from a year ago. Um, but yeah, the big thing that I guess I wasn't prepared for was coming back with this 
brain fog. You know, it's kind of like, I, I guess, you know, <laughs> walking through treacle, thinking through treacle is how it feels. Uh, because I have really managed to switch off on this holiday. And that's the big difference, I think, from, from last year, certainly. And I have switched off on like week-long breaks, but this was five weeks, okay? Last year I didn't because I, I created, a, a, I was launching something on the 1st of September and I hadn't prepped things in advance. I was still on social media just uh, last August. So I was kind of showing up on feeling I had to be present and doing lives all the time on social media. So it wasn't things I could batch in advance last year. So it, it, it meant I didn't fully switch off. So I didn't have this whole kind of, fuzzy brain thing going on. So, but it, it really made me think that this is something that's, that's a real problem, you know, when you take time off. And especially I think now, you know, reflecting and speaking to other people that have come off social media, when you take time off work, you are really off. Yeah. It's not like, even if you say, well, I'm not posting on social media, I've batched everything, blah, 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 for work. When you're still present on social media, so you're still scrolling through Facebook, through Instagram, through whatever, TikTok, then you're, and especially if these are platforms that you use for your business, so Instagram, Facebook, and you're members of communities, you're signed up to groups. Well, when you go on, you're kind of, your newsfeed is filled with kind of other people, like for me, it might have been other coaches and so on and so forth. So I'm seeing what everyone else is doing and it automatically gets me back into switched on. Well, they're doing that. That looks better than what I'm doing. Maybe I should be doing this. You know, what am I doing wrong? Da, 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 da. All of those kind of thoughts, the imposter syndrome, the doubts, the, the questioning that comes in, you know, when we look at, at our social media feeds, when we use social media for business. And as I say, then it, it, it comes in on our personal feeds. So when we're taking time off, even if we're just scrolling for fun, and I kind of say this, you know, and I'm saying this in air quotes here, because when we're going on our feeds, we are being bombarded with all this kind of stuff that we have looked at before, shown interest in. So business stuff, it is going to come up and that is going to stop you fully switching off. So if you do kind of use social media while you're away, if you don't do a full social media detox, just be aware that that's something that will kind of keep you switched on. So I'm talking about if you have fully switched off, disengaged from everything. So if you come back to work, regardless of the activities you've engaged with while you've been away, social media or not social media, if you feel fully switched off and you're experiencing this kind of brain fog, walking through treacle when you get back, I want to talk about what you can do, okay? So this is what I found and I'm only 48 hours into this guys, but you know, thinking about habits and things that I've built up over the years and experience from other people I've worked with, um, colleagues, coaches, mentors, there are things that I have put into place over time for even shorter breaks. So I want to share these with you. So the first thing to avoid this feeling of overwhelm when you get back, because that's so easy. We get back and we kind of go, shit. I have got so much to do. I need to do this. I need to get 20 new clients. I need to make 100,000 pounds. Da, 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 da. You know, I need to uh, now write 10,000 emails because I've not got anything batched ahead of time. I need to do all my batching, my podcasts, blah, 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 whatever it might be. So we can get into this whole overwhelm. I need to do all of these things. So how do we avoid that? Well, again, I talked about this in episode 30. 
the best advice I can give is to create a six week plan before you go away for your return. Okay, if you haven't done that, the day you get back to work, put everything else aside for an hour and put a six week plan together. What are the things you need to do? What is your priority? Is your priority getting in new clients? Okay, if it's about sort of revenue building, getting in new clients now, then obviously what are those activities that you can do? Can you reach out to past clients? Can you reach out to your your warm network? If it's about um, audience growth, then what kind of lead gen activities can you do? Is it creating a new freebie? Is it running a workshop? What is it? A webinar? What kind of things can you do? Okay, so think about what that focus is for the next six weeks. That is the first priority for you. What are you going to be, what's your main aim over the coming six weeks? Because that is going to be the focus of your work over that period of time. And when we really simplify things and focus on just one sort of key priority, of course, we want to be bringing in new revenue all the time. Of course, we want to be bringing in leads all the time. But I want you to think about what is the most urgent thing in your business right now. So if you haven't done any lead generation for three months, well, eventually, you know, your your pond, as you might call it, you know, if you think of a pond full of fish, you fished in there for all the clients that you've currently got then eventually that pond, you know, will run out of fish. So you need to keep topping it up with fish, if you like that metaphor. Um, <laughs> so if you haven't done lead generation, for example, for three months and you're trying to sell things, you are potentially going to see a slowdown and a reduction in take up on those offers if you haven't um, done lead generation. So you might say, right, I know now my focus has got to be lead generation for the next six weeks. And then maybe I'm going to go into selling cycle after that. So really think about what that is, okay, for that focused six weeks. The next thing I want you to do is really break that down day by day in your first week. And I want you to ask yourself, are you coming back full, full, full-time full hours, whatever full-time hours off you? So I'm not back 20 hours a week. My children are still off work for, an, uh, off work? <laughs> Child labor, uh, off school for another three weeks. So I am on reduced working until they are back at school. And then I only work 20 hours a week. But I was like that, hell, you know, I've just flown from the other side of the world. I am still a little foggy, muggy headed from jet lag and kids not sleeping because they really suffered with the jet lag. So I was like that. I am not hurrying. And my, you know, my, my friends are off with their kids. So I'm like, let's hang out. Let's do things. Let's actually get that time together. So ask yourself, you know, am I coming back? Full tilt. Does that feel realistic to me? Am I going to be able to to kind of energetically sustain that momentum this week? And if not, give yourself a break, guys. Come back and focus on your priorities. Okay. Um, so what I want you to do is then take each day and just put in what are the key tasks? What's the one key thing that relates to that six week sort of core activity. So is it lead generation? What one thing can you do for lead generation today? What one thing can you do as a sort of conversion activity, a client kind of generator activity? What is that thing? Okay, so just have that so that you know whatever happens each day, you are making one step closer. For me, obviously, it's also, you know, and and if you're doing client work, you're probably going to want to do catching up with clients after time off. So that's a priority. What else do you need to be doing? Okay. Yes, get your weekly email out. Um, But again, I decided to batch my first week 
uh, the first week I was back, those emails because I knew I was going to be like, well, I can't really be asked this week. I'm tired. My kids are out of routine. Da, 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 da. And I don't know what else would happen. Um, so I made sure I had that week planned. But if you haven't, you know, what are the kind of non-negotiables? We don't want to drop if you are consistent with emailing your list, if you're consistent with showing up, whether it's a podcast, you know, if you use social media, whatever that is, we want to make sure the kind of non-negotiable things are in your diary. But everything else, guys, it, you know, it can wait, you know, we'll build back up to it. I don't want you to come back and in a week feel burnt out, kind of going, oh my God, my holiday feels like so long ago. Um, bring that like refreshed, revitalized energy back with you, but give yourself some space to get back into it. Okay, so <laughs> that's kind of how to avoid that overwhelm. So number two, how do you get through the brain fog, okay? Okay, so now let's talk about how do you kind of get your brain firing on all cylinders again? And maybe, you know, that's easier for you than maybe it is for me and other people, but what I'm hearing uh, across a lot of my, my yeah, biz pals is that this is something that everyone has when you've really relaxed and kind of got out of your rhythm, out of your flow. So here are some of the things I find help. Um, the first thing is start to put into place those habits that you've probably dropped while you've been on holiday. So for me, like that daily structure, starting with journaling again, because I took my journal to Australia and I did not touch it at all. Um, it just, I just didn't. My routine was out the window, so it wasn't something I did. So the first thing I've done when I'm back is now start journaling again. Another part of my morning routine is that I read with the kids each morning. So they do kind of, you know, their phonics, their reading, whatever that might be. Um, and even though they're not back at school, I wanted to get back into the habit so that when they go back to school, they're okay and they're kind of back in the routine of it. And that's just part of my morning routine. So building these things in kind of gets your brain back into, I, I, you know, I guess thinking, yeah, this is kind of, when, when I do these things, this is kind of how my day works. My brain's kind of getting prepared. This is what it's normally used to doing before I go to work and write content before I um, create a podcast episode, whatever that might be. Because for me, the hardest thing when I come back is writing. What I struggle with when I get back is that I just haven't had this focused time on any activity. And it's about sort of rebuilding that discipline again and that habit. It's a habit. Focusing is a habit. It's something we need to build and learn. And if you're a procrastinator, it's something that, you know, we it, it, it's to be learned. Can I start and focus on a task for two minutes? Build it up to five minutes, to 10 minutes, to 20 minutes. And that's what's quite difficult. And with that, I kind of find that that's where the brain fog comes in because they kind of go hand in hand. I, you know, I'm finding it really difficult to concentrate because I have not had to do this. So it's a new habit, which is kind of using more energy. And therefore, because I'm more focused on like trying to really be focused, then it can make that writing task for me because writing is not something that I find comes really easily and naturally to me, sort of more difficult. So where I've struggled to come back and think, okay, what do I want to write about? Uh, here's something. I have a content plan. I have a, an ideas section of things from my sort of core categories that I want to talk about that my audience, you know, and my prospective clients need to believe in order to be willing to invest with me. 
But here's the thing I didn't do. On my actual like weekly content plan, I did not map out the like a short summary, like a couple of sentences saying this is what I want to talk about in my emails. And that would have been a big help. Instead, I came back kind of looking, I've got kind of, these are the things I talk about each week, kind of the topics. So is it a selling week? Is it a um, nurture week? Is it, what it, what kind of week is it? Because um, I have a, a kind of repeating cycle and process each month. But, so I know those, I know the categories, I know the weeks, but I hadn't actually kind of put sort of a summary of content I could put against each of those. And that would have been so different and transformative for me and would have really sped things up coming back as opposed to me kind of sitting there at the computer going, oh, this feels really tough, which it did. It felt tough and I still managed to write my email this week. The other thing I would say is, obviously, that's a lesson for for the future uh, and something I will certainly implement myself, is to just start, just start writing. You know, there's the there's the um, website sort of app you can get for your computer called uh, 500 Words. I think it's 500 Words. I, I'll link you to that in the show notes. And it it's to help you get into the habit of writing. And you can use this daily. I, I have it installed, I will admit, but I do not use it. It's not something I use. Um, but it is something that has been recommended to me and I know a lot of people use. And the idea is that every day you sit down and you just write 500 words and it doesn't matter if it's shit. It doesn't matter if it's gobbledygook. But the the idea is that when you start writing and you start doing these 500 words, it you, you open up that creative flow. And so if you are struggling, just start writing write shit. And I say to people when they start writing emails, not post-vacation holiday, just in the first instance, do you know what? They will be shit. So much of what we do when we start out in our businesses or when we start new things is crap. I mean, hell guys, go back and listen to my first couple of podcast episodes. Ugh. Yes. Um, you know, I, I cringe at how I was. I cringe. At, oh my gosh, so much. Um, but you've just got to do it. Just start and it will get easier. So my big tip there is if you're struggling, if you're thinking, I don't know what to write, I'm really struggling with this, just get started and give yourself more time. This was the big thing you know, if if normally writing an email takes you 60 minutes, writing and publishing an email pre-holiday, give yourself 90 minutes. I'm not going to say give yourself endless amount of time because you will, um, you will fill the time you have got. But if you kind of think this is something that I struggle with when I come back, but again, look at how can I improve next time? How can I make this thing easier? If lead generation and getting back into lead gen activities is really hard, what could you do to make it easier? Okay, can you have a list of 10 hubs that you're going to reach out to on week one of your return, um, listed, drafted, and you know those hubs. You don't have to go through your hub database deciding who you're going to reach out to. You know who you're going to reach out to. What are those activities? Okay. Um, but you know, the big thing here, guys, is be kind to yourself. You've had this time away, you're probably feeling amazingly recharged. Um, maybe not if you've been off with kids over summer, but you've had this space, your lot, your kind of habits, your routines have been different. 
to be kind to yourself and allow yourself to get back into these. Because remember, if we suddenly try and build multiple habits again, because if you've kind of missed doing something for a few days, it's it's a, it's, it's a lost habit, it's a broken habit. You need to kind of restart forming that habit or reform that habit. So don't try and do 10,000 things at once, you know, on day one. Build them up over the week. Habit stack those things over the week and do it gradually. So I hope this has helped you um, kind of really get out of your funk, find your groove post-holiday, post-vacation and really find your flow. So take care guys and I look forward to speaking to you soon. So there you have it folks. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Marketing Without Social Media today and feel inspired to take action in your business, whatever that looks like for you. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Speak to you soon.